Bonjourno. I'm Ben Slotnick. You are listening to Slotty the Body as I preview and predict the NFL Week 2 Sunday afternoon games. Week 2 of the 2020 NFL season was the only week in which every team scored double-digit points. 12 of the 16 winners scored 30 or more. We start in the Steel City, the Las Vegas Raiders coming off a thrilling victory visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. This is the second week in a row Pittsburgh plays in the only NFL matchup between two non-Power 5 quarterbacks. Last week, Pittsburgh visited Buffalo, Roethlisberger attended Miami, Ohio, and Josh Allen played at Wyoming, and Derek Carr of course, played at Fresno State, big win over the UCLA Bruins. Five of the last six meetings between Oakland and Pittsburgh were decided by three points. Last week, both teams won in come-from-behind fashion. Pittsburgh trailed Buffalo 10-0 at the half and won the game by seven. Las Vegas trailed Baltimore 14-0 in the middle of the second quarter and won the game by six in OT. No Josh Jacobs for Las Vegas, so Kenyon Drake will be the starting back but you don't want to rely too heavy on Derek Carr's passing game at Heinz Field. Pittsburgh wins 27-13. Derek Carr throws two interceptions. The Steelers start the season 2-0. And again, Pittsburgh is not necessarily the best undefeated team. Like last season, it was a fluke. They won their first 11 and then lost four of their final five, then lost the playoff game against Cleveland. But the Steelers ultimately will be the only AFC North team after this week to be 2-0. To Philadelphia, the 49ers visiting the Eagles. This will be a low-scoring defensive battle. The Eagles scoring 30 or more points last week in Atlanta is a fluke. The 49ers putting up 41 points against Detroit was a fluke. Raheem Mostert is out for a long time for San Francisco for the second consecutive year. 49ers win 16-13, and Nick Bosa records at least two sacks. 49ers start the year 2-0. To Jacksonville, the Denver Broncos visiting the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence's first career home game in a Jacksonville uniform. Five years ago from Sunday, Melvin Gordon ran for 102 yards and a touchdown on 24 carries in a 38-14 San Diego win over Jacksonville. Melvin Gordon has rushed for 100 more rush yards in a game 12, yard, 12 times in his career. Gordon's team was on the road in nine of those 12 games. He's a road warrior. Melvin Gordon records at least 75 yards rushing and a touchdown in a 31-16 Broncos win. Jacksonville continues to be a hot mess under Urban. I have a heart attack, Meyer. Trevor Lawrence throws for just one touchdown in this game. Two the Hoosier capital, the Rams visiting the Colts. The last five meetings between these two clubs have gone like this. Rams win by 37. Rams win by 30. Colts win by 36. Colts win by 17. Rams win by 25. In last week's loss to Seattle, Indianapolis's top two receivers were both running backs. That is Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. Entering this season, though, T.Y. Hilton has been Indy's leader in reception yards in seven of the last eight seasons. He was inactive opening week, and he remains inactive with a neck injury. The next three weeks for Los Angeles will go like this. Home against Tampa Bay, home against Arizona, and at Seattle. At the very best, the Rams will win one of those games, and it will probably be the Arizona one. And in this one, I think the Rams overlook the Colts. Indianapolis 
Beats Los Angeles 27-23 in the Hoosier capital. Carson Wentz accounts for two total touchdowns. Matthew Stafford throws one interception and only one touchdown in this game. To Cleveland, the Houston Texans visiting the Browns. This is an interesting statistic. The Browns last season played in the NFL's lowest scoring game and the NFL's highest scoring game. The lowest scoring game was a 10-7 win over Houston. And the highest scoring game was the Monday night football game where the Baltimore Ravens beat the Browns 47-42. Still no Deshaun Watson for the Texans. And for the Browns, Nick Chubb remains a top three pure halfback in the NFL. Baker Mayfield, though, throws three touchdowns in a 27-16 Cleveland win. The Browns are 500 after week two. And the Texans winning week one by 16 points. Well, they beat Jacksonville. That will be one of the only time this season they'll be above 500, and they'll probably finish the season at about 4-13 and 13 in this 17-game schedule. To Charlotte, the Saints visiting the Panthers. Saints starting quarterback Jameis Winston finished with a record of 27-1 as Florida State starting quarterback, including a BCS National Championship win and a Rose Bowl appearance. And the best he can do now is watch his alma mater become the laughingstock of college football the Seminoles are 41-35 and 35 since Winston was selected number one overall by Tampa Bay in the 2015 NFL Draft. But Jameis Winston had a very funky stat line last week because he had the second fewest passing yards in week one, but he managed to throw five touchdowns, which was the most touchdown passes by any player last week. And not only that, Aaron Rodgers threw the fewest passing yards out of any starting quarterback. So that game between the Saints and the Packers had the two lowest quarterbacks and passing yards but you can thank the New Orleans defense for Winston's five passing touchdowns now I'm not saying Winston didn't have a spectacular game but New Orleans set him up in great field position for the majority of the contest opening week of 2018 the New York Jets defeated the Lions by 31 on Monday Night Football in Darnold's first career NFL start but Darnold has yet to be part of a team that was two games above 500 at any point in the season but that changes on Sunday for the first time in his NFL career, Sam Darnold will know what it's like to be two games above 500 in a 24-17 Carolina win. Christian McCaffrey has a reception touchdown, and the Panthers will be tied with Tampa Bay for in first place in the NFC South. To East Rutherford, an AFC East matchup between the Patriots and Jets. Trailing by one, New England running back Damian Harris fumbled at the Miami 9-yard line with 3.18 to go last week. Miami recovered and moved the chains twice on their ensuing drive, ran the clock out, and left Foxborough with a one-point victory. But the Patriots have swept the Jets in five straight seasons. The last time New England started this season 0-2 was Bill Belichick's second season as Patriots head coach back in 2001. He also finished or started 0-2 in the 2000 season after taking over for Pete Carroll as the head coach of New England. The Patriots lost to the Jets week two of the 2001 season, and guess what they went on to do? Win the Super Bowl over the St. Louis Rams. This is the only Sunday game featuring two winless teams. Mac Jones and the Patriots win 20-9. Zach Wilson turns the football over thrice. Three times. Zach Wilson, probably two interceptions and a fumble. But Mac Jones records his first career NFL win. Congrats to Zach Wilson's Brigham Young Cougars, though, on defeating the Arizona State Sun Devils in convincing fashion. But the Patriots do come out with the win. Another AFC East game, Buffalo visiting the Miami Dolphins. I was in attendance for this game last year, which was also played in Week 2. 
Through 48 career regular and postseason starts, Josh Allen's best performance in pass yards, pass touchdowns, QBR, and yards gained per pass attempt came in last year's game at Miami in that 31-28 win over Fitzpatrick's Dolphins. This year, Buffalo wins 23-16, much lower scoring, and Tua Tungabailoa has a tough game in the air, throws for under 230 passing yards. The Bills win by 7. To the Windy City, the Bengals visiting the Bears, a battle between interleague North squads. Joe Burrow seeks his first career road win in the NFL. Cincinnati went 0-5-1 in six road Joe Burrow starts last season. Chicago is middle of the pack defensively. And Joe Mixon, though, was the NFL's week one leading rusher with 29 carries, 127 yards, and a touchdown. Joe Mixon has been silently dominating. He's an overlooked running back and missing the last 10 games of last season with a right foot injury put him even more under the radar. And he entered this season again under the radar. And despite despite finishing with 127 or more rush yards in five of his last 11 games played, in today's pass-heavy NFL, that is incredibly difficult to accomplish. It's not just 100 or more rush yards, 127 or more. He's really tacking up the yards. So this is a game between two humble running backs, Joe Mixon out of Oklahoma and David Montgomery out of Iowa State. They will each run for at least 70 yards and a touchdown and a 27-20 win for the Monsters of the Midway. Andy Dalton does start this game, and he proves that he is worthy of the starting job. The Bears improve to 1-1. One one. The Bengals drop to 1-1. One one. To Tampa, the Falcons visiting the Buccaneers in an NFC South rivalry game. The Bucs are 12.5-point favorites. They're the heaviest favorite team this week. Very different opening weeks for the NFC South rivals. Atlanta lost by four possessions at home, and Tampa Bay beat America's team on a last-second field goal on opening night of the 2021 NFL season. Tom Brady continues to tear up his opponents, but Calvin Ridley has seven catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown for the Falcons in a 34-27 Tampa Bay victory. The Bucs win, but they don't cover in this one. To the desert, the Vikings visiting the Cardinals. Arizona embarrassed Tennessee last week, but this game against the Vikings will not be decided by four possessions. It will be decided by five. No, I'm just kidding. Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson continue to put up solid number, numbers of 50 or more reception yards, but it won't be enough to win in the desert. The Cardinals win 28-20 to behind three touchdowns from Kyler Murray, and Minnesota starts the year 0-2 in consecutive seasons. Frankly, Mike Zimmer is on the hot seat for the Vikings. But what a time to be a Cardinal. St. Louis baseball is on a seven-game win streak. The Louisville Cardinals beat UCF on a 66-yard pick six in the closing seconds, and the Arizona football Cardinals start the season 2-0. What a time to be a Cardinal. To Seattle, the Emerald City, the Titans visiting the Seahawks. Seattle has won 12 straight home openers and are 17-1 in their last 18. But the Titans are 10-4 in their last 14 road openers. Opening week of the 2014 season, Tennessee beat Kansas City by 16 points at Arrowhead. Tennessee would go on to lose 14 of their final 15 games and finish the season at 2-14. Then in week one of 2015, Nashville's pro football team slaughtered Tampa Bay 42-14 at Raymond James Stadium. The Titans finished that season 3-13. So road openers mean just a little more 
to the team in the Music City. The Titans may be Road Warriors, but the Seahawks have the best home advantage in all of sports. Seahawks win 30-27. to It'll be closer than expected. Derrick Henry runs for 100 yards and two TDs in a Seattle victory. Back to Los Angeles. Uh, the Cowboys visiting the Chargers. Great week for Oregon football last week as they beat the number three Buckeyes in Columbus. And then Justin Herbert's Chargers won their opening game over Washington. As for a former Buckeye, Joey Bosa, he had two roughing the passer penalties last week at Washington. Inexcusable. The Chargers have started 2-0 just twice in the last 18 seasons entering the 2021 campaign. The Cowboys have started a season 0-2 once in the last 19 seasons entering this year. So history is definitely on Dallas's side, and it's not on LA's side at all. Prescott throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns in a 34-24 Dallas win. America's team comes on top, and they are tied for first place in the NFC East. That'll do it for my podcast. Thank you for listening to Slotty the Body. Enjoy your Sunday.